0: Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, and we are your new hosts, Ed Oliver and J.D. Jackson. We are super excited to get started here as the Washington Wizards have finally made their new head coach hire and Wes Unsell Jr. Uh,
1: how you doing? How you doing today, J.D.? I'm doing well, man. Like you said, excited to be a part of the Locked On Wizards and the Locked On family. Uh, just excited to get started, man.
0: Yes, sir. And we'll definitely introduce ourselves. So my name is Ed Oliver, uh, not the one from the Buffalo Bills, um, (laughs) but I am, uh, I call myself the Roy Ed Oliver on on, uh, YouTube as well because, you know, I was, I'm older than him, but um, I am a DC sports YouTuber. I've been doing YouTube for about three years. And also I played college basketball at Goucher College in Towson, Maryland. So I have Hoops background, I'm about six five, six, six. I can't dunk anymore, lost some of my athleticism. So I'm I'm a little washed up now. How about you, J D? Um,
1: yeah. So me, I uh I'm a former college athlete as well. Uh I played multiple store sports. I did track, basketball, uh, football as well. I'm much shorter at about five, six five, seven. Um, so I was a point guard. So I I wasn't down there banging with the big boys. Um but uh, I also coach youth basketball and youth soccer as well. So my background, I definitely love X's and O's and substitutions and things like that. So basketball background as well. Um, and so, of course, because of that, I'm a coach for the youth. I love that we hired Wes Unseld Dream.
0: Yes, sir. We definitely needed an X and O's coach. Uh, we we needed to make in-game adjustments that we Hopefully, I think West can definitely make some in-game adjustments that we didn't make in that six-year series and a lot of in-game adjustments that we didn't make during the season. What was your
1: initial reaction to the West Unsell Jr. hiring? Uh, not surprised. I think, uh, as most people you knew, was leaning in that direction. Uh, but I was very excited uh, that they did uh, come to it, that the coaching search did come to an end, and it ended with Wes Unsell Jr., uh, a tactician. uh, That's what we need. Um, So that was pretty much my reaction. I wasn't surprised. It kind of seemed like it was expected and it was coming. Uh, But I was happy that Tommy Shepard is sometimes I got a little bit impatient, but I was happy that he took his time um, and hired uh, the right coach. What about yourself? Definitely. Yeah, I
0: think I think the last time we went through the head coach process, it was it was pretty quick. Uh, We were trying to learn Kevin Durant. So We brought in Scott Brooks. We brought in uh, a staff looking to recruit Kevin Durant. So this time around, you know, they took their time and actually went after a guy that, you know, preached defense, uh, preached X's and O's. And we had a long, extensive process. We interviewed a lot of guys, Darvin Ham, Charles Lee, Sam Cassell, uh, to name a few guys. I I think they interviewed about 10 to 15 people. So this one was a long, extensive process. It also took a long time to name a general manager last year in Tommy Shepard. So uh, the Wizards, they look like they're taking, taking their time with decisions. I like that. It wasn't rushed. Um, And Tommy Shepard did say that it was a competitive advantage of uh, waiting and taking their time. So um, I know a lot of people want to Sam Cassell, but I think Wes um, definitely won them over with, with a lot of the X's and O's talk and developmental talk. Um, Also, of course, you know, it was it was kind of a match made in heaven and kind of I'm not going to say predictable but I think we kind of knew because of his dad, you know, the only uh MVP in Washington Bullets Wizards Wizards history and the only um team to win the NBA championship in Washington Bullets Wizards uh, history. So I wanted to ask you too how how much of a fact you, do you think his dad played a role um in him, in him getting the job because I I heard a lot of fans saying that he's getting the job because of his his dad. I, I don't really agree with that, but what did you think about that? Or, or how much do you
1: think that was a factor? I'll answer that question in two ways. Um, it didn't matter what happened. Fans were going to say that. That'll be the way I answer it right? <laughs> first. Um, <laughs> yeah, second, no, I don't think it was a factor. I think it was a big and robust search because they wanted to hire the best coach. Um, and... I'm not sure those fans quite understand or know that what's Unseld Jr. He paid his dues like every assistant coach that's become a head coach. He's been doing it a long time, um, so I don't think it it has anything to do. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with his dad being basically the greatest Washington Wizard in history. Um, I think he he did it on his. I think he did his work to get to where he is now, and he it was his time. Whether it was with the Wizards or someone else, it was going to be his time uh, pretty soon. Uh, I 100% agree. I think Wes has put in the
0: time. He was, a, he was a scout on the team for seven – on the Washington Wizards back in 2004 for seven years. He's put in the work. He's been an assistant coach for about 14 and 16 years. So the guy has has grinded ever since he came out of college. So he he's definitely put in the work. There's been some good work from Mike Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets has got a lot of endorsement. Gilbert Arenas liked to hire. Jamal Murray uh, posted something on Instagram talking about how he liked the hire. So, I haven't really seen anything negative except for people saying that about uh, his dad. So, a, a lot of positives. So. And then also about the process, I wanted to ask you where the Wizards are at right now. We're kind of a middle of the pack team in the Eastern Conference. I do think we're a playoff team in the Eastern Conference. But do you think it was better, best suited for the Wizards to hire an uh, experienced head coach? or a first-time head coach for where we're at with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill, two, two stars who are looking to win
1: now? Um, I, I like to hire. Um, I think it's important who you surround West Unself Jr. with, but I like to hire him as the head coach. Um, sometimes with veteran coaches, you know exactly what you're going to get. Like if you would have hired Mike D'Antoni, I know exactly what you're gonna get. It would have been something very similar to what Scott Brooks does. Um, because that's what the, the type of coaches they are. They put the ball in they put the ball in the hands of the best player or two best players and say figure it out. Um so I, I just I don't think it's a big deal that it's not Mike Dantoni or who else is on there, Terry Stotts. Um I just don't think so. Um, I get why people say that because Russell Westbrook's 32 going on 33 and Bradley bills in his late twenties. Um, I get that, but I think hiring what's on someone new and fresh as a head coach is a good thing. Maybe it'll excite everyone, including the veterans. Um, so I like to hire. I don't think it's, I don't think it's too big of a deal, um, but I definitely understand where people are coming from.
0: Yeah, we're we're definitely an interesting spot. Um the The coaches that were out there, you know, Kenny Atkinson or Mike D'Antoni, yeah, uh, some of the some of the retreads, I don't think they. I, I would have liked. I would definitely wouldn't have minded Kenny Atkinson, but I, I think this approach, getting somebody fresh, somebody innovative, innovative with new ideas. I think this was the right way to go. And um also, do you think this was getting a a, a first time head coach? Is this Kinda of get them they wanted to do you think they wanted to get a guy that was ready for a rebuild just in case things don't go the right way this season?
1: Yes, I do think that has uh some to do with why they did it uh Wes Unseld, I think is gonna be capable of West Unseld junior. I keep saying just let me make sure I clarify <laughs> um but uh I think that he's gonna be able to coach this team with with you know two great players on it as well as, look, we saw him with Jamal Murray and those guys. Uh, He'll be able to develop people like Rui Hachimura and Denny Abdia. So I think that does have a lot to do with it. He's kind of this coach that seemingly will be able to do both. Look, we don't know yet. We know what's Unseld Jr., the assistant coach. No one knows what's Unseld Jr., the head coach. None of us do. Um, But he projects to be able to do both. Um, and the reason why he can coach a veteran team is because he does pay attention to detail. Um, so I definitely think that that was part of the hire. Part of it was, okay, but just in case we have to blow this up in a year or two, can this coach also develop our young players into something better, uh, a better version of themselves, which is why I think the deal is four years long, um, which, is t- which is standard, but that's one of the reasons why they chose someone like West South, South Jr.
0: I think so, too. I think they realize that Bradley Bill after this year has a, has a player option Russell Westbrook as well has a player option and that, you know, if things don't go the way as planned, then they may have to hit the reset button. You know, you look at their contracts, both contracts are very or are, are max deal contracts. So um, the Wizards, if, if things don't go right, they may have to move in a different direction. But uh, another thing I wanted to say why, why I really like this hire. Uh, is because Bradley Bill said we couldn't we could not guard a parked car and that had definitely told how bad our defense was as we gave up the most points per game I think we gave up 118 points per game last year and uh, <laughs> West Unsell is definitely going to bring some defense to the roster um, how important do you think it was to include Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook actually uh, before I ask this question we're going to take a quick break here and uh, we're just going to get a word in from Bet Online AG, one of our sponsors. Uh, bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, it is Bet Online. Check out your online sports expert, sports book experts, uh, and also the Bucks and Suns game the over under for that game is 225 the bucks are favored by five so just keep that in mind when you put your bet when you put your bets in the promo code is locked on so remember the promo code is locked on for a bet online and we'll take a quick break here and be right back with more coach talk we'll talk about what separated West unsell from the other concept, from the other
1: podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
0: right back okay let's pick up where we left off here uh i just wanted to ask you how important was it to include bradley bill and russell westbrook
1: in the interview process Uh, i think it's very important um you know, it, I think it's very good for the front office to work closely with its star or two stars or three stars nowadays, however many are on the team. Um, I think it is important. Uh, I know there's some people out there that say the front office is just do whatever they want. That's how you get a disgruntled star that wants to force them way out of a situation or they bad talk the organization or things like that. So I think it's important to include them. Um And they may think of something that, you know, Tommy Shepard isn't thinking of. Uh, You you just never know um, because they're the ones on the floor uh, putting out their sweat and and blood uh, for a W. So I do think it's important. I'm not one of those people that says a front officer just do whatever they want. They should communicate with the main players. Uh, That's just me. If you want to say it's a formality, that's fine. Uh, but I think it should pretty much, if you have a star, I think it should pretty much always be a part of your process. And I called this, I don't know, a, a couple of weeks before uh, the hire happened that I'm expecting for them to get to, like, the last few candidates. And when they do, they'll meet with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. That's exactly what they did. And I think that's the right way to do it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's super important, too. You want to be on the same page with your stars, Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook. You look at Damian Lillard. There's been some rumors. so. He he said that the rumors were not true about him requesting a trade, but it's a players league and players dictate the games now. They dictate the rosters now. Players are basically acting like GMs now. So um you, you gotta keep your star players happy. That's what puts fans in the seats and that's what that's what those are the guys that win the game. So um the same thing's going on in the NFL, you look at Deshaun Watson, he's forcing a trade because they didn't console him about finding a coach. So uh, if you want to keep Bradley Bill, if you want to keep Russell Westbrook, you got to keep those guys involved and engaged and listen to their opinions. Uh, so I, I thought it was a smart move letting those guys uh, sit in. And and it, it, it also speaks to Wes Unsell Jr. Because uh, I heard the quote that he wants to deploy Bradley Bill in different ways. He wants to use Denny Avia in different ways. So I think those quotes definitely sold or those, those words definitely sold the Wizards. I think that sold Bradley Bill as well because – He's probably tired of being triple-teamed. I mean, he's going to still get triple-teamed and double-teamed every night, but I think he he probably got fed up with some of the ISO ball on every play or pick-and-roll every play. A lot of the plays were predictable last year. So, West can instill some different offensive schemes, just something different. I think Bradley Bill and Russell West were were excited to hear that. Um, What are some assistant coaches you think the Wizards may go after? I know it's kind of broad out there and it's kind of hard for me to name some assistant coaches as well but what are some names or one or two names that
1: you could think of uh i so this is the part that is important with the brand new coaches are you going to try and surround him with veteran coaches uh uh, that have head coached before around him the problem with that is there are not a lot of them out there um so you know i thought you know i thought about mike brown um Mark Jackson, um people like that that are around him. Now when I say Mark Jackson, people have a heart attack, but I'm just <laughs> naming <laughs> I'm just naming a couple of like coaches who have head coached before to put behind him. So and it's not to step on his toes and nothing like that. It's just so he understands more the process of being a head coach. Um, you know, being a head coach is it's it's not the same job as an assistant coach. I don't know if people think like, oh, it's the same thing, except for you like you're the top. That's not really how it works. Um, you know, that, That's why there's so many assistant coaches. There's The head coaches give you philosophies. Um, and a lot of times it's the assistant coaches that execute it. How little basketball head coaches do at the NBA level will probably actually surprise you when it comes to like practice time and, you know, when they break these teams down into, into sections and things like that. Now, the reason I know this, so people don't think I'm just blowing smoke here is uh, I have a family member uh, who played in the NBA. So I've been in plenty of locker rooms, mm-hmm. no longer. I've been in plenty of locker rooms I've uh, plenty of basketball games and it's just not the same job. It's different. Um, and so I do think they should put someone veteran, some veterans around him. You know what? Um, they did this. They did similar um, in Brooklyn. They hired Nash, but they put Mike D'Antoni behind him. Uh, I think that's the smart thing to do. They don't have to all be veterans, but you want one of those coaches in there to kind of help with the process. That's what Ansel Jr. familiarizes himself uh, and ingratiates himself with the team. Right, um, I I think if I had to name
0: some guys, I think they could probably bring it bring back Robert Pack. Uh, he was a good assistant for Scott Brooks. Right. Um, Phil Handy did try out for the job. Um, he did interview for the job, the Lakers' assistant. I don't think he's going to leave LeBron though. Um, Mark Jackson, if he if he did want to take, I don't think he'll take a head coaching job. And I think he loves what he's doing right now. So, I, I mean, an assistant coach job, I think he only wants a head coaching job, so I don't think he would leave. With um, all due respect. Right. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. I, I, yeah, I don't see him leaving. So, it, it's probably, it, it probably will be some guys from that nugget staff who probably bring some guys that he's familiar with. Um, that's probably what I'm expecting. But it is going to be very important. He is going to need an offensive assistant and a defensive assistant to help him out. Um, that's the kind of structure that you need. So I think the second most important with hiring a head coach is definitely getting the assistant coach. So and also, what what do you expect as far as changes to the roster after hiring? What's unsell? Do you think that makes us? Uh, do you think that changes our mindset that we're going to hire or go after some free agents that are defensive minded, or we're really going to draft a defensive first uh, wing or a defensive first point guard, defensive first
1: a defensive minded center or a defensive minded center. I think now that, Oh man, I couldn't wait to talk about this. Uh, (laughs) So this is what I think. I think they're going to draft for shooting. And I think the reason why that is, is because once you're, once shooting gets the NBA, you know, it's at a premium. So I think they're going to try to say, okay, so we'll draft shooting someone like uh cory crisper something like that who can shoot now um and then i think they're going to use any trade chips they have any i think they have an mle and their biannual uh Mm mle is think i think it's worth around nine million dollars and they're buying i think it's worth a little over two million dollars so they got those two things to play with because as you know uh the widgets are 16 below the hard cap, but 9 million over the cap. So they don't have a lot that they can do. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. they're going to try to use those two things and anything they trade for. I think there's going to be a three and D wings uh, for lack of a better term. I don't think this will happen, uh, especially uh, with the Pistons getting uh, the top pick. So uh, Jeremy Grant, someone like him, I don't think they'll get Jeremy Grant. Look, he wanted to be, in detroit because he wanted to be one of the one or two men he wanted to be the man and have the ball so he's not going to come to dc at least he's not going to want to get traded to dc uh, to be the third or fourth option i I don't think that i don't think that's what he wants Uh, but someone like him i think that's what they're going to try to do uh, because I think Wes Ansel is, an, is not going to accept the defense that the Wizards has had the last couple of years. I, there's just zero chance that he's going to think that that's okay. Uh, and so that's what I think. Um, I won't talk too much longer because I can think about all the different things I think he'll do on the floor, uh, but I'm excited because I think he's going to want to get the correct personnel on the floor with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill to make them more efficient defensively and offensively, and I can't wait to see it, man. I'm
0: excited for the draft and free agency. The draft is uh, July 29th and free agency, I want to say it starts August 2nd or 5th. So all that's going to come up pretty fast. And all these moves, we got to get some more defensive-minded guys in there. Like you said, three and D wings. Our wings, we just didn't have – once Denny got injured, we we got exposed at that spot. It was Rui, and then after that, it was – burtons you know and he was if he's not hitting shots then defensively he's pretty bad you know he had a game with zero points and six fouls uh which can't happen when you're getting paid that much money No. and then after that is isak bonga where he's he's solid defensively but when he shoots the ball sometimes it will go off the backboard or (laughs) air ball so uh and he's just young so we didn't have wings we had to play that we we didn't have to do a three-guard lineup but Um, Scotty Brooks he loved that three guard lineup so we got exposed a lot but I did want to drop a nugget here about Wes Unsell just looking at his defensive stats as a defensive coordinator compared to the Washington Wizards Um, and then we'll take a quick break after that we'll talk about um, if if Wes Unsell if hiring attracts free agents his connections with Denver some players that I think that he could possibly bring in from that Denver connection Um, and how attractive of a free agent destination and also went in with um, Bradley Bill not being on the USA team, which is pretty disappointing. And also, Rui Hachimura had a really good performance uh, yesterday against France. But I want to go over some quick numbers here, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, Denver's defensive rating was 11th in 2021 this past season. The Wizards' defensive rating was, was probably the best that they had in the past three years, which was ranked 20th. Um, in 2020, Denver, the Nuggets' defensive rating was 16th, and the Wizards were ranked 29th. So that's a 13-team jump upgrade uh, from 2020 um Denver in, ni- in 2019 they were ranked 10th with defensive rating and the Wizards were ranked 27th. Um and also points per game allowed, Denver was ranked 11th in 2021. Washington Wizards were, we were ranked dead last at 30th in 2020 the Denver Nuggets were ranked 11th, 11th with giving up 109 points per game and then and the Washington Wizards were ranked 29th in 2020 giving up 119 points per game. And then in 2019 the Nuggets were ranked seventh in points per game allowed, only giving up 106 points per game. And the Washington Wizards were ranked 29th, giving up 116 uh, points per game. So that's where I'm expecting that jump. And that's where the proof is in the pudding. The numbers are right there. Um, so Wes Unsell has proven himself as a defensive coordinator. You look at those numbers, the defensive rating, the points per game allowed, they were at least top 15 many years in a row in the Washington Wizards were bottom 25 for many years in a row in the last three or four years. So that's where I'm expecting that jump defensively with the Washington Wizards statistically. But before we get into the next segment, uh, the sponsor is being brought to you by Bilt Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Uh, Cookies and cream is really good. The double chocolate one, mint brownie, and the German chocolate one is really good as well. Um, If you haven't tried these flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to, to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whichever one you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So that's pretty cool checking out the Olympics. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. Promo code LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your order. Off your order, Once again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built, Built.com. And we'll be right back.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up
0: I, I thought about this uh of course when we hired Wes. Um, uh, do you think hiring Wes will attract free agents here? Do you think that changes anything? Does that make Washington more of an attractive place
1: for free agents to come to DC? I honestly am not sure. Um I know Wes the players that he's uh coached as an assistant absolutely love Wes Unsell Jr. Um Because, But because he's a new head coach, I'm not exactly sure if it – maybe the combination of him, uh, Russell Westbrook, and Bradley Beal makes it attractive. I'm just not sure that he has that. Like, if if you said Greg Popovich was coming to D.C., of course. If you said, you know, someone like – if you said Steve Kerr, um, head coaches that have, you know, been at that level have won. I think those kind of players – are attracted to those teams that want to play for particularly those coaches as greatest as once Wes Ansel Jr has been as an assistant outside of Denver so maybe he helps with Denver players maybe do some Denver players that are like man I would go to DC just to play for Wes Ansel Jr again um, but outside of that I'm not exactly sure I think the combination of the three uh, can make it enticing because you really you have a lock a Hall of Famer and former MVP in Russell Westbrook. You got an elite score in Bradley Beal. So there may be some people who want to come just for that, just to see uh, if they can build something in D.C. Look, there are not a lot of players like Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and Damian Lillard that say, look, let's build something rather than go join someone that's already made. Um, and so maybe there are players out there that, that say, yes, I want to go there. I want to build something with Russ Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and West Until Jr. Uh, and that attracts them. Um, but, you know, we're in a ring chase uh, era right now. So <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's the case of how most of them feel. Um, I don't know. Uh, if I was a player, I would, because he's, he pays attention to detail. That's the thing I'm looking forward to the most is the attention to detail that Wes Ansel Jr. Uh, brings to the table. Uh, is Rui Hachmur still going to egregiously help off of the strong side corner over and over again like he did all last season? Probably not uh, with Wes Ansel Jr. because I just don't think he's going to let it happen. Um, that, and it wasn't just him. That's just an example. They all did that. Uh, Rui was just really bad at doing that. He gave up a lot of corner threes. Um, so if I was a player, that's why I would want to play for West Unsell Jr. But the way these NBA players are, I think they kind of wait to see how coach does this as a head coach first. And then that's what draws them uh, to that, to that city uh, to play for that particular coach. But, uh, I could be wrong. What do you think?
0: No, I'm with you. Um, it, it is going to be hard. It is, it is a ring chase league. Uh, you look at James Harden force and his way to team up with, with uh, Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant, then Kevin Durant going to the Warriors to team up with them. He actually just made a comment. Kevin Durant said that the that the 2017 fi- Finals is better than this Finals, and I don't think any Warriors Finals with Kevin Durant was a good Finals because, of course, it was just a loaded team. But um, I, I, I do think that I don't I don't think he'll attract any big name free agents or force any big name guys to really force a trade. But you look at some of the Nuggets free agents. Uh, Will Barton actually just declined his option. With the Denver Nuggets, they're, and Woj reported that he's more likely that they're trying to work out a deal. So I'm not going to say, oh, we're just going to get Will Barton. But it's something to keep an eye on for sure. Um, I'm not sure the relationship with Will Barton. And then Torrey Craig, he's also a free agent. He's playing with the Suns right now. After this season, playing with the Suns in the, um, in the NBA Finals, he played with the Nuggets as well, was really good defensively. So if he had a good relationship with Wes Unseld, maybe we could definitely get him with the mid-level exception. So there's a few guys to think about. Jeremy Grant did play with the Nuggets. I. Personally, I don't think the Jeremy Grant trade is going to happen, but it's wishful thinking. So there are some guys that you that you might want to keep your eye on that did play under Wes Unsell that I'm hoping. Um, but the attractiveness, I, I don't really think it raises the – it might raise the bar a little bit more, but not by much. I don't think it will be a, too much of a deciding factor unless he can recruit some of those guys if he's able to recruit some of those guys. Um, but which – Which Washington Wizards player do you think will benefit the most from the hiring? I heard he talked about uh, trying to use Denny Obdi in different ways in the interview process and uh, talked about deploying Bradley Bill in different ways. Which player do you think he will help out in development? I mean, it could be Thomas Bryan. It could be Daniel Gafford benefiting. But if if you had to take a guess, which player do you think will make a leap uh, or improve under Wes Unsell
1: Jr.? Um, I like you said. I do think all of them will, but I'm going to. People are going to think this is by default because everyone knows I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Uh, but I, I actually think it's going to be Russell Westbrook, um, and I'll tell you why. Look, I know as much as I love watching him play, what Russell Westbrook can be, at sometimes not a good time is a turnover machine. Now. I know and understand that because he has the ball so much, he's going to turn the ball over because he always has it. So that's why James Harden turns the ball over a lot. That's why Luka Doncic turns the ball over a lot. That's why their season with LeBron James turns the ball over a lot because they have the ball so much. For some reason, it's really loud when Russell Westbrook does it. But I know that that is the case. I think Wes Ansel Jr., because he's going to come in and develop and help everybody else that is going to help Russell Westbrook not have the ball so much so he doesn't turn the ball over so much. Um, I do think that because when I hear him say different ways to use Denny, I think I'm pretty sure he means as a ball handler, as a as a playmaker, as a passer which means Russell Westbrook doesn't have to have it at that moment. Uh, I think he wants to use Beal. I can think of a million ways to use Beal that we didn't last season, so I'm happy to hear that. Um, he's got – Beal can be a better creator and playmaker than what he does. He had stretches last season where – in games where I was like, man, he had like four or five assists. I wish he did that all the time, but he doesn't. And, but he has all the skills to do so. So I think Bill will have the ball as a playmaker, not just a score coming off the screen more than he usually does. I think Denny will have the ball more than he usually does. Whoever the backup point guard is, and I think he's going to use Russell Westbrook as a cutter. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook who can travel the, the, the entire basketball court baseline to baseline in 4.8 seconds at 21.6 miles an hour <laughs> is cutting Mm-hmm. Not yeah, once yeah. or twice a game. I mean, all the doggone time. Just can you imagine? Can you imagine Russ cutting or coming off a screen at full speed?
0: Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, you got the sports science stats down, man,
1: for sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I I cannot wait for for to see that. So I think it's going to help Russell Westbrook. I think he'll get more easy once. and Bradley Bill as well. Something I thought was egregious all last season is. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook had to work entirely too hard for every point they got. It was, I don't know if you know, but um, based off of synergy, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal were both top 10 and double teams per game. Both. I think Beal was like fifth and Russell Westbrook was ninth. Right. Both in the top 10 because it was just a wall. If Bill wasn't on the floor, it was just a wall for Russell Westbrook. He's staring at it. There's no secondary or tertiary actions. It's just one action, pick and roll, and then everyone stands there and looks at Russell Westbrook. Same thing with Bradley Beal. Um, But I think he's going to make it easier for those guys. It's going to be cutting. More importantly than ball movement to me, look, I hear about ball movement. I agree. It's player movement. The players need to move. That's why I personally like Garrison Matthews because he he's constantly moving. I put out a video uh, on my Twitter, uh, personal Twitter, Russell West, because Chip at always oh, in forever. Art go, go check that out um, about just Garrison Matthew, just moving off the ball and Russell Westbrook finding him constantly. Cause he just moves. Um, so I think the, player movement the ball movement the cutting other players having the ball and russ westbrook not just standing in the corner when that happens because i don't think West umself is just going to say yeah just go stand over there because now you don't have the basketball um i think it's going to help him a lot uh so that's why i think it'll help most and then i think bradley bill would be second i, I really think he's going to help the stars uh when it comes to being on the court
0: i think so too i think honestly it will help uh, but yeah, you made some excellent points right there. I mean, we just we had zero spacing on the floor. It was A lot of iso ball. We didn't have a lot of three point shooters. I mean, we we were ranked 29th in three point attempts, so we didn't even space the floor much or shoot threes. We got to get some shooters in here to space the floor, make it easier for Russell Westbrook, make it and just get more space for Bradley Bill. Uh, I, I I'm interested to see how they do use Denny because it, it's just tough for Denny to get touches with Russ and Brad on the floor. So it is going to be a tall task for Wes Ensel Jr. to get him more involved. Same thing with Rui Hachimiri. Got to get him more involved. Uh, Rui was balling in uh, the game. Against him. He's balled so far. I mean, he's balled out so far uh, with Japan. I want to see him do the same things over here, but he's got to get more touches. Yep. Uh, but I, I think, honestly, it could be Daniel Gafford. I'm a huge Daniel Gafford fan. I mean, we don't we don't go 17-6 and six in the second half of the year if not for Daniel Gafford coming in. I mean, I, I like Robin Lopez a lot, but he is not a rim protector. He could barely jump over a phone book. So when <laughs> Daniel Gafford came in. This man was blocking shots, dunking the ball, finishing. It was just something that we didn't have, especially after Thomas Bryant got injured. Uh, I, I think he can make him lock in defense. I mean, Daniel Gafford already locks in defensively. I think he can possibly be a um, – I don't know if I'll go as far as a defensive player of the year candidate, but I think he can be in that Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert – range with averaging two blocks a game, 10 boards, 10 points, uh, especially with him and Russell Westbury. Him and Russell Westbury had really, really good chemistry. Yes. Loves a big man that can just rim run and jump uh, just like Steven Adams did with the Thunder. So he loves bigs that can do that. So in my opinion, I really think it's going to be Daniel Gafford out of
1: everybody. Let me ask you something on that. What do you think – I think that – I love, that's a hot take. I oh. love that you pick Daniel Gafford though, because I love Daniel Gafford. Like the defense also, it doesn't end at 20 without Daniel Gafford. That's right. just what's going to happen. Um, what do you think his ceiling is? So when I look at Daniel, my worry is he can only play about five or six minutes at a time. Wow. That bothers me. <laughs> so what right. do you think his ceiling is as a center? I'm going to
0: say the same as, as Clint Capella Really go there. I don't know if he'll get defensive player of the year, but, you know, you look at all those bigs, like Jared Allen from the Cavaliers. And he outplayed Jared Allen when we played him. He dunked yes. on Jared Allen. Like, they were going back and forth. They, I think they both had double-doubles in that game. Um, but, I mean, you look at the bigs in this league, and they're all very similar, like um, Larry Nance, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, yeah. All those guys, they, they do the same thing. They rim run, they dunk, they jump, block shots. And that's all the Wizards really need. I mean, I seen Gafford working out on his jumper. So if he develops a ten to eighteen foot jumper, I'm not even expecting him to get a three pointer because I don't want him to focus. I, I want him to stay in the paint, honestly, because I know all the bigs today they want they shoot threes, which is which is which is fine. That's just what today's game is. You know, going out there shooting threes and positionless basketball. But I think his ceiling is really fifteen. I'm gonna say sixteen and ten. That's I'm expecting this year coming up, I'm expecting him to average a double. He needs to get in shape. I don't want to hear that excuse of him not being in shape because Scott Brooks used that a lot. Yeah. I don't want to hear that excuse anymore for him not getting playing time, and I think Wes Until Jr. is going to realize that because he's a defensive-minded head coach. Um, having a rim protector out there like that um, is going to win you games, and that's that's basically why we won a lot of games last year.
1: Definitely agree. We're gonna to have to come back to this. I know we're probably ran out of time, but yeah, uh, we're have to come back to that because because <laughs> then we can get a teaser, everyone. Because then we can get into the Daniel Gafford Thomas Bryant talk. I can't, I can't wait. wait to get to that.
0: I can't wait. Yeah, I I can't wait um, to see Thomas Bryant come back from the ACL injury. But um, but we'll we'll probably end it here. And I uh, just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you know, so we're, we're, we're excited to start this off and um, make sure you guys subscribe. We're on all, um, all platforms where you can find a podcast. And um, this was fun, JD.
1: This was fun. Can't wait to do it again. Make sure you guys go follow us at Lockdown Wizards. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well. Um Appreciate you guys so much. Your dynamic duo off the court just as potent as your dynamic duo on the court. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Peace. yes,
0: sir. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, plug in, plug in your Twitter real quick, and I'll plug in mine. My, mine is Ed Two Flat, so it's E D T O O O O F L A T T A T T. So I made this. I made my Twitter when I was in high school, so
1: don't make too much fun <laughs> of me. <laughs> Yeah, guys, follow me at Russell Westbrook gets a chip at always and forever art on Twitter. Uh, definitely, tons of videos. Of the Washington Wizards, tons of breakdowns of the Washington Wizards on my YouTube channel. J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions, all Wizards, all the time. All Russell Westbrook. Make sure you go check us both out. Yep. All right, you guys have a good one. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members.